The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, homophone fans. This is Helpful Hints on Using Homophones for Tuesday, December 5th, 2023. My name is Mary Hopp. I'd like to welcome our Zoom participants and those tuning in on ACB Media 5, our community channel, and those listening via podcast. Today we have Danette as our host and Herbie as our streamer. And I want to thank both of these very capable volunteers for being here to help us today. All right, we have a good bit to do today, so I will quickly go through our beginning part to let the audience um, get a feel for what homophones are. Homophones are words that sound the same, but they differ in meaning and spelling. For example, for, F-O-R, for, F-O-R-E, and for, F-O-U-R. Also, patience, P-A-T-I-E-N-C-E, and patience, P-A-T-I-E-N-T-S. And things like T-O, T-O-O, and T-W-O. And homophone is spelled H-O-M-O-P-H-O-N-E. Okay, so I hope that helps those of you out there that are not familiar with homophones. We're going to go straight to our error report today. Um, This is all week long, hopefully. Our participants have been reading emails and other forms of communication and been looking for homophone errors. And also, so if you have um, some homophone errors that you know about and you saw, raise your hand. Also, if you were trying to write something or if you're going to write something and you don't really know which homophone to use. You can raise your hand and we'll try to figure that out as well. So everyone raise your hand if you have either of these two situations. I've got some errors to report after you finish. Right. Nora would be first. Yes, Nora. Yeah, hi. Um, I found two errors. Uh, two errors. One is uh, like that, like... Um, um, let's see, one of them is two, supposed to be T-O-O, I mean T-O, I mean it was T-O, but it's supposed to be, I mean T-O-O, supposed to be two, not T-O-O, I mean T-O, not T-O-O, and that's a, um, yeah, here, supposed to be H-E-R-E, and spell it wrong, like H-E-A-R. Oh, yes. Yep. I see a lot of the same ones coming back again and again, those same errors. Yeah. Thank you, Nora. 
Anybody else with errors or a question about writing something? Jill. Yes, Jill. Hello. I don't know if this is a homophone, but okay. a friend of mine was reading me apart from A Tree Grows in Brooklyn, and she said something about an odd, odd silence. And I always thought, listening to that, it was odd, like an odd, O-D-D. Mm -hmm. And so I don't, but then this was, a W E D, like in awe. Oh. They, to me, they sounded the same, like an odd silence. Well, you're right. Odd, I guess it's just a matter of like certain accents or so. I don't know if technically that's a. I, I've never uh, thought of it, but it is. But, it is homophones, odd and odd. I mean, they're very, very close in sound. Mm -hmm. I would have also thought an odd silence. I would have also thought that was ODD, but I can see how it can be A-W-E-D because instead of it being strange, the people were in awe. Right. And they were so in awe that they were, they were not silent. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. It was so yes. Yeah. And so that's where something like, um, you know, by reading it, um, you know, letter by letter, whether it be technology or Braille, you can differentiate and know. But like, if always just hearing that, you, I should, I just assumed it was odd, ODD. But well, that's now exactly the same. Now yeah. I know different. So. I would have assumed the same <laughs> thing because I don't see the word AWED all right. that much. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I would have also assumed, but I mean, the odd silence is quite different from the odd silence, mm -hmm. at least to me, you know. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really glad you brought that up. I've never mm -hmm. thought about, about that being a difference, but I know that I would have interpreted if I was just listening as ODD, mm -hmm. when indeed it, it was not like that. And just well, the way she pronounced it made mm -hmm. me stop her and ask her. Ask her what, what uh, it really how is was. That, yeah, I said, how is that spelled? And then I was like, wow, I didn't even, I never thought of it that way. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, I guess you could say there might be a little difference in sound because ODD, I guess you would have more of a short O, odd, mm -hmm. and odd, you would have aw instead of ah. But to mm -hmm. me, they're very close together. I would certainly consider them to be homophones. Definitely. Mm -hmm. I'm really glad you yeah. brought that up. I have mm -hmm. I've never mm -hmm. thought of that. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Do we have any more? We do, Net? Melissa. Okay, Melissa. Hey. Hello. Just to just to clarify what Jill was just talking about. So mm -hmm. like when, when you say the word ah, ah you know, odd, odd, like O D D, you're 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 using a like you said, a very short sound. But when you do Ah, you're dropping your jaw just a tiny bit, and yeah, I know, and I know this because a I'm a trained different. singer, and that's the way that, like, when we sing an ah sound, we're taught to drop our jaw mm -hmm. to make it to make it more um, pleasant sounding. Yes, yes. So that, that makes that's a just lot of another sense. way another way to think about that. Another way to think about it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a tad different, but but both of those words could have gone in that sentence she was talking about. 
So I can yes. I can definitely see. And you know, people with different accents, um, they uh-huh. might not pronounce O D D ah. They might say odd. You know, so it's especially it's Southerners. Of, yeah, yep, that's right. So it's kind of hard to get, you know, get the concept just right sometimes, and and you wouldn't necessarily know. Yeah. Thank so. you for that for that clarification. Yes, ma'am. Okay, Danette. Uh, no more hands. All right. Okay, if you'll just make sure they're all lowered. Um, yeah. I found two examples of errors in some emails that I've gotten. Okay, this first one is between our good old friends, AFFECT and EFFECT. And I will read this sentence and I will try to say a blank where one of those words goes. And I'd like somebody to tell me which one would be correct. It will go into blank in about two weeks. It will go into blank in about two weeks. Chanel? Chanel. It is effect, E-F-F-E-C-T. It certainly is. And that is not what was in that sentence. So I just wanted to bring that to everybody's attention. Very good. I'm glad you got that. All right. This next one had an error. Our same old good friends there, there, and there. T-H-E-I-R, T-H-E-R-E, and T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E. I don't have a lot of trouble with these, but a lot of people do. So, all right. What about this sentence? I saw those documents, but they're in a different format than we normally use. Herbie. Yes, Herbie. They are T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E. Exactly. That is very good. Looks like you're done talking. So we'll lower your hand in eight seconds. All right. Thank you very much, Herbie. All right. Well, now... um, we're going to start minute. off. There's, there's hands sure. lowered. I mean, there's just, just okay. No, hands are lowered. Okay. Never mind. Okay. All right. Um, last week, we um, had our lesson on F-O-R, F-O-R-E, and F-O-U-R, and we did some sentences with those, and you did well with them. We're going to do a few more sentences, and before we get into that, um, I just wanted to also remind you about a, cu- a couple other, we did some of this last week, but we did talk about fourth, F-O-U-R-T-H, and fourth, F-O-R-T-H. Um, F-O-U-R-T-H would be the number. Um, James Madison was the fourth president of the United States. F-O-U-R-T-H. So that's the number. And then um, she paced back and forth across the room. Back and forth. um, That fourth is F-O-R-T-H. Back and forth. Three words, unless you're saying a back and forth kind of motion, then you might put 
hyphens between the three words, but that is F-O-R-T-H. Also, I wanted to remind you um, about forward. They sound a little different, forward and forward. Remember, we said that forward, F-O-R-E-W-O-R-D, is the section in the front of a book, such as, have you read the foreword of that book yet? F-O-R-E-W-O-R-D. And then we have forward, F-O-R-W-A-R-D, forward. Move forward, please, F O R. W-A-R-D. Okay, are there any questions about those before we move on to our sentences? Marcy? Marcy, hello. Hello, how are you? I'm good. Haven't heard your voice too much lately. Good to have you. (laughs) Nice to be here. So forward, F-O-R-W-A-R-D. That's what we do to an email. Is that correct? We forward. Yes, it is. It certainly is forward an email. Excellent. Yes, very good. You got it right. Okay, anyone else, Danette? No. All right. Let me get to the sentences here. Press the right button and... Okay, I have found the sentences. The first one is, Rosa Parks was a civil rights activist at the forefront of the civil rights movement. Please spell forefront. Nora? Yes, Nora. Okay, forefront, F-O-R-E-F-R-O-N-T. Excellent. Very good. All right. You can lower the hands, Danette. They are. Mm-hmm. All right. This one has two fours in it. So the person that takes this one, you can either um, do one of them or both of them, whatever, whatever you like. The sentence is, all four of us are ready for the picnic. Marcy? Yes, Marcy. So all four, F-O-U-R, of mm-hmm. us are ready for F-O-R, the picnic. That is correct. Yes, the first four is the number four. And for the picnic, remember we said that F-O-R is very often used as a preposition. In fact, most of the time that's how it's used. So for the picnic, picnic is the object of that preposition. So that was great. Thank you. My pleasure. What about this one? His skill has come to the fore again. Chanel? Chanel? F-O-R-E. Yes. His skill has come to the fore again. It has become prominent. Um, Maybe he has a skill for playing the piano. And maybe he didn't really play for a while. And now he's playing again. And it has come to the fore. All right. F-O-R-E. Thank you, Chanel. What about this? 
be sure to vote for me. Jill? Yes, Jill. It's F-O-R. Yep. Again, a preposition. Thank you. Is that a four-cylinder engine? Randy? Yes, Randy. Yeah. Four. F-O-U-R. Yes. Four cylinders, a number, four. Thank you, Randy. That's great. You're welcome. What about this? We strolled back and forth on the ship's deck. Please spell the word forth. Nora? Yes. F-O-R-T-H. That's correct. Back and forth. F-O-R-T-H. Thank you, Nora. Welcome. This one also has two fours in it. Hours of anxiety followed as the foreleg was monitored for signs of inflammation. The foreleg. Spell that whole word, please. Jill. Yes, Jill. Is it F-O-R-E-L-E-G? It definitely is. Yep. A front leg. So is that hyphenated or no? No, it's just a compound word written all without a space, like F-O-R-E-L-E-G. All together. Thank you. That's correct. All right. And then, um, I don't know if you want to do the other one in here or not, but was monitored for signs of inflammation. Oh, that's F-O-R. Yes, that Mm -hmm. is F-O-R. And that is, once again, a preposition for signs. All right. Next. Are we going too fast, Annette? No, not at all. Okay. All right. Good. I sew baby items for money. Randy? Or F-O-R. F-O-R. Another time that it's used as a preposition. Thank you. The baby is crawling on all fours. Spell fours. Janet? Hey, Janet. Hello. Um, F-O-R-E-S? No, this time it's an actual number. F-O-U-R-S. The baby oh, is crawling I was going to say all- that, but that didn't sound right to me, so okay. Yeah, it's, it's a number. F-O-U-R-S. That means that it is... Um, he's crawling with his on his well his um, knees and his hands. He's crawling on all four limbs. Right. Well, thank you for trying that. I hope I hope that helped you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh huh. What about I read for pleasure?
I read for pleasure. Nora. F-O-R. F-O-R, correct. What about this? Many feel that the weather extremes will bring the question of global warming to the fore once again. Bring it to the fore. Chanel? Yes, Chanel. F-O-R-E. F-O-R-E. Yes. Thank you. That will, It'll bring it up once again and get all the discussion started again. Let's do one more. The kennels in this section are for puppies. Five zero one. That's Teresa. Oh, hey, Teresa. Teresa was yesterday, um, last night at our LUA board meeting. Teresa was advertising this class. She was she was a good spokesman for us. All right, Teresa. The kennels in this section are for puppies. You must be muted, Teresa. Okay. F-O-R. F-O-R. Correct. That is right. I didn't know I was still muted. (laughs) (laughs) I guess you were. And I didn't mind to share that at all. I mean, you know, we're... We're, uh, it was a newer board, and we're talking about promoting library users. <laughs> yeah, I think reading and writing go reading and writing go hand in hand. That's right, <laughs> and um, yeah, you learn to spell from reading a lot. You know, it, when you're reading yes, the words yes, yourself, you it really helps a lot with your spelling. Mm-hmm. All it right, does. and um, they were talking about other things last night that I should cover, just like Doc said last week, they said, well, you need to cover I and me. I, we are so tired of hearing that get mixed mm-hmm. up, even on the, the ACB board. I said, well, well, Doc recommended that. So we will be doing that sometime. <laughs> <laughs> so we will. All right. Let us move along now to another group. Um, we're going to do H.I., H-I-E and H-I-G-H. All right. Well, hi, H-I, can be an interjection, a greeting, a formal word for hello, like, hi, how are you? Or it doesn't, it can just be a part of a statement. You can say, um, tell Jim hi for me. In other words, tell Jim hello for me. And that's all I have to H-I. All right. Now, this this next word, H-I-E, it's very interesting. It's a verb. And H-I-E, um, the past tenses of the past tense of high, H-I-E, is H-I-E-D. The um, um ING forms are there two of them. You can have either H I E I N G or H Y I N G. 
or you can have the H-I-E-S, so highs. So I want to, this, this is um, a word that used to be used a good bit, and they say that it still is today, but I don't know. To me, it, it sounds like one of those kind of words that um, is kind of obsolete now. Um, it means to go quickly, to hasten. And I want to read to you this, um, this one quote I found out about HIE. Now, according to it, it says, Hi, HIE isn't a word of the past. It has been part of English since the 12th century. Hi, HIE enjoyed high popularity from the 16th to the 19th centuries. And you're sure to encounter it in the literature of those times. But even now, HIE regularly pops up in current publications, often in contexts in which the author wants to approximate an old-timey way of communicating. So as we said, um, I, don't, I don't think I have ever come across that word in my reading. Of course, you know, I don't, I don't read a lot of old-time literature or anything like that, and I don't think I've, I've seen it in any of today's writing. But as I said, it means to go quickly or to hasten. So a couple of sentences. We had best high home before the snow gets worse. We had best high home, H-I-E. Now, I would not say that. I would be saying we had best get home before the snow gets worse. Um, and then here's another sentence with it. He hides himself there and revels in the delights of a good dinner. He hides himself there. So he goes quickly or he hastens to go there. So that is what I found about H-I-E-S. I won't be using too much of those or probably not at all in the sentences we have because I just don't feel like I, I didn't, I, I went several places to see if I could find sentences and it's just not a word I use. So I'm not, not really all that comfortable making up a whole lot um, of sentences about that. But um, before I go on to H-I-G-H, -H, are there any questions about either H-I-E or H-I? Nora. Yes, Nora. Yeah, uh, not, not a question, but I remember hearing on something on TV, some man who said, we got to go high-tailing, high-tailing back home. I would suppose, yeah, I would suppose you would spell that in that little thing, high-tailing it back home. I would think yeah. you would spell that H-I-E. So yeah. if that's the case, then, you know, definitely people still use that phrase. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So thank yeah, you for bringing that up. I might try to look it up as hightailing and yeah. see what I find on that. Chanel has a raised hand. Actually, for some reason, and I could be wrong, it could, you know how you sometimes imagine words funny than what they actually are differently. Mm -hmm. 
but I could have sworn I'd seen high tailing as H I G H dash tailing or all one word. But okay. I could be wrong. Even though no, high H I E would be. make a whole lot more sense because hastening home, why you know, so yeah. H I E makes a whole much more sense. But I I'm think I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up because I want to know myself because I have used high tail before. Right, I really have. So I want to, I want to know what that is. So I, I wrote, yeah, I wrote think a note right here. Just like you have high light, you, yeah. even though high light has nothing to do with high, but you're still like, does that make sense? High light, yeah, yeah, it doesn't have anything. So you, right? So you have high tailing. I think it's kind of in that same context. But I, I think could be so wrong. too. No, right. you may be right. But we we're going to find out. I know for sure. Surely I can find that in a dictionary or somewhere. Mm -hmm. I think so. Desi has a raised hand. Hey, Desi. Hi. uh, I just asked my um, Lady A device. And um, he, of course, being the definitive uh, authority (laughs) on this. He he said H-I-G-H. High tail. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I will still, um, I, I think that is correct, probably. Um, so thank you for, thank you for bringing that up to our attention. Appreciate that. All right. Let me just take a quick sip of water before I move on to H-I-G-H, because I guess as you, you can surmise, it um, has a little more to it. Okay. H-I-G-H. Well, um, it's an adjective for the most part. And its its comparative form is higher, H-I-G-H-E-R. And its superlative form is highest, H-I-G-H-E-S-T. So we have high, higher, and highest. All right. So... High, H-I-G-H, one of the meanings is having a relatively great elevation extending far upward. Have you ever climbed a high mountain? Or look how high that tire, that tower is. All right. And then it can mean extending a specified distance upward. The cabinet is 10 feet high. H-I-G-H. You can also speak about it in talking about the high tones of a flute. H-I-G-H, as opposed to the low tones of a tuba. So the opera singer can really reach those high notes. That's another instrument, the voice. H-I-G-H. Um. Also, high can mean situated relatively far from the equator, like he lives at a high latitude, H-I-G-H. It can mean of great importance. The budget committee set a high priority on funding the housing program, H-I-G-H. High priority. It was important to them. Um, High can mean eminent in rank or status. 
like a high official, a high government official. That's H-I-G-H. High can mean serious or grave. Baton Rouge has a high crime rate. High, H-I-G-H. Um, it can constitute a climax. It can mean crucial. The chase scene is the high point of the film. H-I-G-H. Let's see. Characterized by lofty or stirring events or themes like high adventure, high drama. And it can also be used to talk like um, about a person of high morals, H-I-G-H. Greater than normal, it can mean that, like a high call volume or a high temperature. It can mean favorable. He has a high opinion of himself, H-I-G-H. It can mean of great force or violence, high winds, H-I-G-H. It can mean excited or euphoric, high spirits. Or it can mean intoxicated by alcohol or drugs. He was high on cocaine. All right. It can mean luxurious or extravagant. Like high living or living high on the hog, H-I-G-H. Coming up to a specified level, like knee high, K-N-E-E hyphen H-I-G-H, knee high. Of large numerical value, such as a high frequency, a high voltage, high mileage. Um, let's see. Advanced in complexity or development, like high finance. Okay, high can also be used as an adverb. It, it means in a lofty position. I saw a plane high in the sky. Where? High. H-I-G-H. Prices have gone too high. H-I-G-H. Or he jumped high. H-I-G-H. That's an adverb. He jumped how? He jumped high. Um, let's see. We covered that. Okay. It can also be a noun, a high level or degree. Summer temperatures reached an all-time high. H-I-G-H. Um, it can, this is another meaning, um, excited or euphoric, but now it's used as a noun. The team was on a high after winning in overtime. Or it can be short for high school, like he attended Woodlawn High, H-I-G-H. -H. And then in our little idioms, we have high and dry. Could mean in a position of helplessness. He went on, we, he went off and left me high and dry. When you're talking about a ship, 
High and dry means grounded so as to be entirely above water at low tide. We also have the idiom high and low, which means here and there, everywhere. I searched high and low for my keys. High and mighty, that means arrogant. Look at Mr. High and Mighty over there, H-I-G-H. Or you can have high as a kite. It can mean very drunk or euphoric from drugs, or it can also mean overexcited. He was high as a kite after he received the good news. And then you can have little things like high noon, which I, I maybe one of you know, but I really don't know what the difference is between noon and high noon. And that's all I have on high. Does anybody have any questions about H-I-G-H before we go to some sentences? No hands yet. Okay, we'll just give it a give it a few seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doing great, Danette. Thank you. No, no oh. hands. All right. Let us move on to some sentences and see how we do with those. All right. I don't think you'll I don't think you'll find this very hard. The first one is I'll get a ladder to reach the book on that high shelf. Desi. Yes, Desi. That would be H-I-G-H. That is correct. Adjective. Which shelf? The high shelf. Very good. Thank you. Insects buzzed in the high grass. Nora. Yes, Nora. H-I-G-H. H-I-G-H. Correct. Thank you. Say hi to your sister for me. Randy. Hey, Randy. H-I. That's right. H-I. The, thank you. The kids want to climb that high hill. Jill. Yes, Jill. H-I-G-H. Correct. Thank you, Jill. It's like you never missed any of these. You um, in all the time you were away, you, you're just <laughs> right back in there. All right. The tree is now 20 feet high. Randy. Yes. H-I-G-H. H-I-G-H. Yes. Thank you. That's great. They were traveling at a high speed. Chanel. Yes, Chanel. Another H-I-G-H. Another H-I-G-H. High speed. All right. Thank you. What about this? Hi, everybody. Herbie. Yes, Herbie. H-I. That's correct. Yep. It's used as an interjection in that case. Hi. 
you'd put an exclamation mark after that. Thank you, Herbie. All right. Next one. How high is your rent? Randy. Mm -hmm. well, and, and Ken, it's H-I-G-H. H-I-G-H. Okay. We will stop here with those, with those particular words, and we'll do um, a couple more sentences with those next week. They're really not that bad. Um, they, they come along, they come pretty easily. So let's, um, yeah, we've got enough time. Let's take a little time to do another set. Let's see. So we've got, at first I thought there were only two of these, but they're actually three. They're patience, patience, and patience. So we have P-A-T-I-E-N-C-E. -E. We have P-A-T-I-E-N-T-S, and we also have P-A-T-I-E-N-T apostrophe S. That last one was the one that I was not thinking of, but it is pronounced exactly the same as the other two. So we will, we will cover it. These are, these are pretty brief. All right, let's start out with patience, P-A-T-I-E-N-C-E. -E. It's the capacity to endure hardship or inconvenience without complaint. So we have that. I, am, I don't have a whole lot of patience, unfortunately. Here's a sentence, too. Um, she has the patience of a saint. Well, that's, that's the opposite of me. I don't have that kind of patience, but that's P-A-T-I-E-N-C-E, -E, patience. Also, I, I, I've never heard of this, but I thought it was interesting anyway. Um, they say that it's, this is chiefly British, but did you know that patience is another name for the game solitaire? P-A-T-I-E-N-C-E. -E. I thought that was, and it, it, came up in about three or four different dictionaries that I was looking in. So I decided to include it. I had no idea. And then, of course, the opposite of patience is M patience. I M P A T I E N C E. M patience. All right. Well, that's all I have for that. Does anyone have questions about patience? P-A-T-I-E-N-C-E. -E. No hands are raised. All right. Well, let's go on to patience. P-A-T-I-E-N-T-S. It's the plural of patient. P -A -T -I -E -N -T -S. E-N-T. And patients are those under medical treatment. P-A-T-I-E-N-T-S. The patients are responding to treatment. Patients, they're being taken care of. They're under medical treatment. Patients, P-A-T-I-E-N-T-S. 
And then our last one is patients with an apostrophe. It's P-A-T-I-E-N-T apostrophe S. So it is a possessive form of patient, P-A-T-I-E-N-T, belonging to a patient is what it means. Like this patient's case is a difficult one. Patients, P-A-T-I-E-N-T-S. All right. I'm, I'm sorry, P-A-T-I-E-N-T apostrophe S, the patient's case. P-A-T-I-E-N-T apostrophe S. And I just thought of this. There's, um, there's another possessive form that sounds the same, and that would be P-A-T-I-E-N-T S apostrophe. For example, that would mean plural patients. Instead of this patient's case, we would, we would say something like, have all the patient's rooms been cleaned? That's a possessive. And that, that would be talking about more than one patient. Patient's rooms. So that would be P-A-T-I-E-N T-S apostrophe. And that's all I have on that. Are there any, any things that um, you want to say or ask before we go to some sentences for that? No hand to raise. All right. Well, let's go to some sentences. I don't think you'll have a whole lot of trouble with this. Um, the first sentence is, that doctor has a good relationship with his patients. Jill? P-A-T-I-E-N-T-F. That's correct. Yep, it's a noun. He has a good relationship with his patients. All right, thank you, Jill. Next, I'm losing my patience with you. Chanel. Chanel. P-A-T-I-E-N-C-E. Yes, that is correct. You're losing your patience. You're about to get annoyed. All right. Next, you must have patience with him. Nora? Yes, Nora. Okay. P-A-T-I-E-N. Uh, C-E. That's correct. You must have patience. You must Thank you. tolerate him. Um, he might be a little annoying or something, but just have patience with him. Thank you. Yeah. Thank uh, you. A hospital has many patients. Hospital has many patients. No way. Oh, there's Herbie. Herbie. Go hey, ahead. Herbie. P-A-T-I-E-N-T-S. Hand lowered. All right. That's correct. Yep. Those are the people. Patients. All right. Very good. I think you might have been the one that suggested these, Herbie. I think so. Yes. 
I'm getting to all the suggestions, but I've got lots of them left. So that's great. We'll never run out of material. Do you know how to play the game Patience? Chanel? I believe yes. that is P-A-T-I-E-N-C-E. It is. That's the solitaire that we were we were talking about a little earlier. That's correct. Thank you. Then we have, it will be your turn soon. You must have patience. Okay. Herbie. Herbie. P-A-T-I-E-N-C-E. -E. That is correct. That's correct. You have to be willing to wait. Stop complaining. Thank you, Herbie. And I see, Danette, that it's about 10 till the top of the hour. Yeah, 10 till. All right. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. okay, what about this one? My patient's family is very concerned about him. Desi? Desi. That would be P-A-T-I-E-N-T -E apostrophe S. That is correct. Thank you, Desi. Welcome. My patience is exhausted. Marcy? Marcy. I have this I have this terrible lawnmower going outside, and that's why I haven't tried, but it's P-A-T-I-E-N-C-E. -E. That's correct. I can't even hear your lawnmower. Oh, really? Oh, my gosh, no. it's loud. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. Sometimes they pass right by my window when I'm doing this class, and it drives me crazy. Um, yes, that's correct. My patience is being exhausted. <laughs> All right. What about Dr. Jones saw 25 patients today? Chanel? All right. P-A-T-I-E-N-T-S. And hopefully that right. his patients had patience with him with his busy, yeah. hectic schedule. <laughs> yes, let's hope so. That's a lot of patience. I like that, Chanel. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right. Um, what about patience is a virtue? Jill? Yes, Jill. P. Okay. P-A-T-I-E-N-C-E. That is correct. Patience is a virtue. Very good. Having patience. I wish I had more of it. All right. We will do one more. And it is, please deliver the patient's meals. Nora? Yes, Nora? Okay, and P-A-T-I-E-N-T-S apostrophe. Correct, yes, because in this case, it's more than one patient. It's the patient's meals. So that is correct. It would be the S apostrophe. And I just thought of that one as I was teaching it. Right. All right. So I'm going to mark my place, and we will have just a few more sentences with that next time. 
And so that's all I've got as far as um, things to teach today. I thought that um, in two weeks on the 19th, we would have the third session, third and final session of this particular homophone B. We haven't had that in a while. So I figured that maybe we could do that um, in two weeks on the 19th. So we will, we will um, start getting, I will start getting some things ready for that. All right. Well, I don't have anything more uh, for you today. I got through all my material. I didn't know whether I would or not. I try to, I try to go overboard with my preparing and I, I figured today I might have, but, um, but actually some of these were not, not really very hard and you caught on to them very quickly. So um, let's see, let me, let me say this. I want to, I want to tell you about something while we're, while we're still here. All right. Um, oh, I want to tell you about um, all the suggestions we have left. Most of them are homophone suggestions, but a few are not, but we will go over them. We have allude and elude. We have blue and blue, do, do, and do, flower and flower, higher and higher, him and him, I and me, lay and lie. Those are also very mixed up a lot of the time. I don't even use those correctly because sometimes it sounds so funny and I'm just talking, you know, I'm, I'm just talking to somebody informally and we've got male and male and I will do Mary, Mary and Mary. I know I've kind of given y'all a hard time. We've got meter and meter. We've got peak and peak and peak and right and right and wait, and wait, and way, way, and way, and week, and week. So we've got, we've got a lot of these left, and I think that's great. So we won't, we won't be running out of material anytime soon. So um, unless anyone has any comments or questions, um, I want to thank Herbie for Jill? streaming us okay. and all right. And um, Danette for hosting and Jill. Yes. We still have several more minutes. Mm -hmm. There were two that I thought of um, that I may right. have missed. You may have covered them was right. um, uh, matter and matter. Oh, um, like, um, is there, is, is there a, um, oh, is it like, M-A-D-D-E-R, like yes. I got madder than she did, and madder, M-A-T-T-E-R. Mm -hmm. Yes, those are homophones, and then, definitely. And then um, manner. Oh, yes. Like the street manner, and then like behavior manner. Are yes. Are differently? Yes, they are. Like um, he has a, a nice manner about him, M-A-N-N-E-R. Mm -hmm. And then the manor, like a house, is M-A-N-O-R. So those, yeah. I, I wrote both of those down, and I'm saving them right now. Okay. So, yes, we can cover those, too. Those are good suggestions. Anybody else with a comment Nora. or question? Nora. 
Yep. How about hike and hike? Hike. hike? Yeah, I, I guess I'm thinking, no, I guess I'm thinking right and right, like I-T-E and R-I-T-E. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We we are going to cover those. We sure are. Yep. Definitely. And then, and then uh, light and light. And then H-E-I-T-H-T and H-I-T-E. I've never heard of H-I-T-E, but I will definitely look that up. So H-E-I-G-H-T and H-I-T-E. All right. I've got yep. that written down. I will I will look that up to see um, if I can find that as a word. You have three minutes and two hands. All right. Randy? I will go quick. Randy? Uh, I thought of two words, two mm-hmm. maybe in the difference, but mm-hmm. they almost sound similar. One is tea, like a cup of tea, and the other tea is uh, like... Is T E E with a golfer puts his ball on? Yes. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about T E E that the golfer puts his ball on, and is the other one T E A that you're talking about? Like yeah, the, tea, a, the tea you drink. Yes. All right. Oh, yes, boy. indeed. Those are very good. I wrote yeah, those Desi. down as well. Sorry. Hey, Desi. Hi. I was just gonna. Um, I thought you said in that list of words you said lie and lay yes those are not homophones right that's what i was gonna say well and neither are i and me but some people suggested those so we will briefly go over them just to give just to give people you know just a little enrichment activity like we really (laughs) need we need a lot of enrichment don't we absolutely yeah we're just gonna we're just gonna go over them briefly um some people had mentioned them and what i one thing I was going to say real quickly about Lion Lay, um, actually, I heard this on a on an episode of a Prairie Home Companion once, and Garrison Keeler was doing one of his, um, you know, the news from Lake Will Be Gone, and he was oh, talking yes. about an English teacher having told them that to lie in that way, like Lion Lay, is to recline. It is. And and to lay something down is to place it. Yes, it is. And yes, I have never forgotten is. them after that. So isn't that great? I know yeah. a lot of people. A lot of people. I know the differences, but I don't always say them correctly. If I'm right, I know. If I'm talking, you know, like I, I'll say, "Well, I lay down on my bed." Well, it's not. It's I lay down. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because. See, lie, the past tense of L-I-E is L-A-Y. Oh, our time is up. Oh, yes, it is. But we will definitely cover those. All right. And thank you so much to all of you for coming and for our host and streamer.